time to talk buffs with CU voice Mark Johnson on the Jim Davis Show on the team. And with us from Tucson this morning, buffs in 10th ranked Arizona tonight, Mark Johnson joins us. Mark, you don't know how long of a of a journey it's been, my friend, to try to get through the automated hotel phone system to connect with you. Good morning, Mark. Well, I apologize for that. I, I forgot my charger and my phone's down to running on fumes. I didn't want to drop in the middle of it. That's why I texted you and said, hey, call the." Call no, this is, this is not an indictment of you, Mark. No, you, you're yeah. being responsible. You were planning ahead. You were being appropriate. It's just <laughs> the hotel you're staying at, which will go nameless, by the way. Uh, <laughs> holiday Inn. No, it's not a Holiday yeah, Inn. I'm just kidding. Front desk was very much Tom's Motor Inn. Well, Tom, well let me, you know, here's, here's a, and by the way, where we're staying, and I, I won't give many plugs either, but I mean, it's, it's a resort, so it's a big time place. But I think here's the issue. Uh, nobody uses the phones in a hotel room anymore. So they probably haven't transferred a call in five years, you know? That might have been the problem. No. I'm mean, just joking around with friends at Holiday Inn, by the way. They're fine folks and have uh, wonderful accommodations. Thank no, you. and you're not staying yep. at a Holiday Inn, by the way. But, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad we're able to get you on this morning. Of, yeah. of course, the buffs uh, begin the the uh, now farewell part of the Pac-12 you know, you know, schedule with the road trip uh, to Arizona to Tucson, though it's kind of weird because – it's a final Pac-12 meeting with Colorado and Arizona, but it's not goodbye, so long, farewell. It's just last time as members of the Pac-12 together, the next time they play each other, it's going to be in the Big 12. Yeah, you know, and so there are certain styles. Yeah, this weekend will be uh, still, you know, old hat because we'll, we'll be big uh, Big 12 members together. Next week we're going to be in, in Berkeley. That'll be the last time we'll see uh, the Cal uh, Golden Bears as they go to the ACC as conference uh, foes. We may not see them for a long time at Berkeley, and that's fine. Um, yeah, it's just, it's so bizarre. You know, I was on a show yesterday, and I was saying uh, to the gentleman to have me on, I said, think about this, the last football game the Pac-12 ever plays could be winning a national championship. How bizarre is that going to be on Monday if Washington beats Michigan? And I said, let's do this right. Then. Let's, let's have either uh, Colorado or Arizona win the national basketball championship and just make it a clean sweep and, and uh, make the irony just, just be uh, over the top, right? I love that. That'd be great. Yeah, just have the, the swan song of the Pac-12 will be a couple of national championships. <laughs> How crazy would that be? And it's, you know, you never know. It's not another realm of possibility. That's right. Yeah. Um, before we talk about the Buffs in Arizona, your your take on national championship game, michigan Taking on Washington, uh, Michael Penix Jr. was absolutely brilliant in that game yeah. against Texas. Four thirty-three touchdowns. There's some thinking that you know he might end up as a Denver Bronco down the road. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. But uh, but your your takeaway on um, on the national championship game coming up on Monday night? Well, so something's going to have to happen for Denver to get in a position to, to select him. Uh, I'm not sure what draft cop at Capital had got the trade at this point in time. His stock has gone up quite a bit. High, but uh, it would be nice if he ended up here because he's very, very good. I think it's going to be a heck of a football game. You know, it, it's funny to me the way people are reacting to Michael Penix. Those of us in the Pac-12 knew what Michael Penix is. And, and now all of a sudden, apparently the rest of the uh, country is just shocked to find out that he's this good, which, by the way, is an indictment of the voters for the Heisman Trophy. Because I don't think there's any doubt that, that he's uh, right now the best quarterback in the country and has been all season long the way he's been playing. Uh, and so that, that's kind of interesting. But I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I think two very good teams. I thought those semifinal contests, especially the Michigan-Alabama game, were spectacular. Uh, the Texas and, and Washington game were very, very good as well. And so we've had two great games, and I expect nothing less for this championship game. And, and I, don't, I don't know. I think uh, Michigan's a slight favorite, as I think I, I saw yesterday. 
Um, and, and they probably should be, but I think it's going to be an unbelievable game because I, I think you got two very good teams. I think Caleb DeBoer is a great coach. Jim Harbaugh's nuts, but he's a great coach. And uh, I, I'm really looking forward to Monday night. I think it's going to be outstanding. And let us hope because last year we had two great semifinal games. We had two great semifinal games on New Year's Day. Championship game obviously was uh, was a wreck. It was a woodshedding yep. uh, with uh, the way Georgia handled TCU. I'd like to think this is a pretty evenly matched game with with the Washington offense, the Michigan defense, the two strong points of both those football teams. A lot of athletic playmakers for Michael Penix, uh, but that defense as we saw against Alabama for Michigan uh, is, is a pretty pretty salty unit. Uh, I, I think it should be. A, I'm, I'm hoping Mark, it's going to be a really great game Monday night. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, you could kind of you go back to that game last year where TCU got blown out. You could kind of see maybe that was coming. Um, TCU, I thought was you know was living on on uh, borrowed time last year at different times. I thought they were a good football team. I didn't think they were a great football team. I, I think Washington does not have any glaring weakness. I do think they're a great football team. Um, it is interesting because I think sitting out watching all of this is another great football team, and the Georgia Bulldogs aren't going to have a chance to you know, play for the championship. And so I think they're, they're the one question mark out there. But right now, uh, the way things have turned out, the way teams have played down the stretch, I think the two best teams in the country with that asterisk of, of Georgia sitting out there are, are going to play. So I, I expect this to be a very good game on Monday. What do you like, Michigan, Washington? Seems like you like Washington. Uh, you know what? I'm leaning Michigan, to be honest with you. Um, and and I, I, I just can't give you any real solid reason other than their physicality on defense. I think they've got a chance there maybe to slow down Michael Penix a little bit. So I give them a slight edge, but it's it's nothing significant. I mean, I, I won't be shocked either way. I'm, I'm really almost sitting on the fence just, just with a slight lean going to Michigan, but I still think it's going to be a fantastic game. Mark Johnson, voice of Buffalo, is joining us from Tucson today where the uh, Buffs take on number 10 Arizona tonight. And for Colorado, off to a uh, 2-0 start in uh, Pac-12 play, uh, wins against Washington, Washington State. A really strong weekend for uh, K.J. Simpson, 21 points against Washington, 34 against Washington State. K.J. had a, an outstanding weekend for Tad Boyle and the Buffaloes. Yeah, you show me a player playing better in college basketball right now than K.J. Simpson. I don't think there is one. I think he's literally, and that's not hyperbole, and that's not uh, you know my subjectivity being the voice of the bus. I think he's playing as well as anybody in America, period, and he's doing it on both sides of the court. Uh, and uh, what he's doing on the offensive end, I mean, the way he's shooting the ball, the numbers are off the charts uh, defensively, and, and he, like I said, he's, he's playing – at a very high level on both sides. And, and there aren't many guys in the country you can say that about. There are other guys putting up some pretty impressive numbers. But he's asking for the best perimeter guard game in and game out. He's you know, averaging over the last, I think, five or six games, almost three steals a game. I mean, he's been disruptive. He's been uh, efficient. He's taking care of the basketball. His assist-to-turnover ratio is outstanding right now. I think in the last half-dozen games, it's about four or five to one, which is just ridiculous. And so, yeah, he's playing just amazing basketball right now, and they've needed that because there's been no Tristan De Silva and Cody Williams, obviously, for a handful of games now. And, and, and by the way, I don't expect that to change tonight. I don't think either guy, and that, that's what's disappointing about this game here in Tucson, because Colorado coming in with uh, a full deck of cards, if you will, would be, a, well, I think, one hell of a matchup with Arizona tonight. And the fact that uh, Cody's not going to play and Tristan's not going to play, um, I, I think, you know, hampers that. They have a chance, sure, but but their margin for error has gone basically paper thin now with all those two guys out there against a very good Arizona team. We have to hope that Eddie Lampkin 
has lots of um, lots of uh, fire in his belly in this one tonight because he made the comment the other day about when he was at TCU that Arizona knocked him out of the, the tournament when he was at TCU previously. And and so uh, he hasn't entirely forgot uh, the, the lost Arizona when he was a member of the Horn Frogs and hopefully can can maybe channel a little bit of that, that emotion in a positive way tonight uh, on the floor against the Wildcats. Well, I'm, I'm hopeful he's going to have a, you know, a heck of a challenge out there because uh, you know Umar Balo is a big, big man just like Eddie is, and so you're going to have a couple of, you know, just huge human beings, Goliaths going out there banging back and forth. You know, um, Balo's seven one or six seven foot tall and 270 pounds, and so yeah, get ready for that. That's not going to be for the faint of heart inside there, but uh, yeah, you know, you, when I when I saw that coming, I thought, you know, Eddie, don't. Don't write checks your body can't catch, yeah. right? I mean, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to, uh, you know, tug on Superman's cape or wake the sleeping bull or whatever you want to say out there because Arizona's a good basketball team and they're coming off a loss to Stanford the other day. But uh, I, I appreciate his passion for it and and I'm sure he's going to have a good ball game tonight. But that that could be something to watch with those two big fellows inside because they are just earth movers in the paint between these two teams. And you'd think that Arizona would be highly motivated. Yeah, that was an ugly loss to Stanford. It was. There's, there's no doubt. It, you know, and, and Ted and I were talking at the airport yesterday you know, about that game, and he goes, well, geez, Mark, Stanford hit 16 threes. Well, they did. But, you know, I think uh, Arizona hit, what, six, I think. So that, that negates six of them. So that's ten threes. And there were other aspects of it. I think Arizona right now, their offensive numbers are stupid. I mean, just off the charts. But then again, so are Colorado. So that, that's going to be an interesting part of this game. I think Arizona's defense is inconsistent. You know, you think about recent years with Arizona, they've been very, very good as a team defensive team. And I think there's some li- I don't know, I shouldn't say liabilities. I haven't seen enough of them yet uh, up close to really make that assessment. But there's inconsistency there. And, and I think that's become a little bit of an issue. You know, they've lost three of five. Now, who have they lost to? Uh, Florida A&M, okay, top uh, ten team. Uh, and Purdue, top ten team, maybe the number one team in America. And then this outlier to Stanford, which was kind of an odd loss. And so you you don't want to say they're struggling, but I I think there's certainly been a couple of bumps in the road they're dealing with. You mentioned uh, Omar Ballo, who's a tremendous player, the big man, 13 points, eight rebounds per game. Caleb Love, uh, another dynamic player for for Arizona, Mark, 17 points per game uh, as a a tremendous uh, scorer as well. Yeah, Caleb Love, you know, he's a North Carolina transfer. Played, what, three years in North Carolina? And, and then decided to leave. Now he's come here for his final season uh, with, uh, with Arizona. He, he's, he's kind of an enigma to me. He's extremely talented and can be very dynamic. I mean, he was you know, one of the top players coming out of high school his, his uh, first year in college. And, and, and so he's a gifted, dynamic kind of talent, but he's a little bit inconsistent. They're going to go back to that word again, a little bit inconsistent at times. And so he can kind of come and go. When he's good, he's spectacular. And so he'll certainly be, be very dangerous there tonight. I'm not sure exactly who they, they're going to put on him. I haven't talked to Tad about it yet, but that, that's going to be one of the key matchups for the Buffaloes this evening. All right, the Buffs at number 10 Arizona tonight. And, uh, Mark, I want to wrap it up with just a quick, converse, uh, quick uh, question about Colorado football with Charles Kelly leaving the Buffs defensive coordinator who was at Alabama previously, and Nick Saban's staff comes to Colorado to coach on Coach Prime's staff, now going back to his alma mater, would be the co-defensive coordinator at Auburn. What are you hearing in terms of maybe Charles Kelly's replacement as the D.C.? <laughs> not, not a whole lot, although although I did see some stuff yesterday. And, you know, that's the thing about the Prime thing. This is so unusual in terms of the program. 
and what you hear and what is out there. Because most of the time, when you've got kind of a normal set of circumstances with the coaching staff, you know, you'll see a list of two or three names, and there'll be, you know, football coaches. You probably see the same names out there. I am. They're, they're talking about, you know, obviously Warren Sapp. We've talked about about Ray Lewis, uh, you know, coming in and being on, being on the staff, and and uh, Ed Reed coming in. It's, you know, I, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, it's so unique to be around this program and how it generates attention. And so the, the names out there vary just so wildly. You're never sure what to believe because, you know, what, what's hyperbole? What's, uh, what's TMZ fodder? What, uh, what's legitimate journalism? It, it's so hard to tell sometimes around this thing. So I sit back. I'm as entertained and, and probably clueless, clueless as the rest of you are just sitting there watching this thing unfold. So uh, whoever it is, I guarantee it's going to make a big splash. And, and obviously they've got uh, much better material. And it was kind of fun seeing Jordan Seaton the last couple of days uh, here, three, four, five days in the in the All American game, and see what he's capable of. He looks like a gifted player. So I, I'm I'm just excited. But but I wish I could give you some hard information, Jim. But I just don't have any. And that's okay. And and right now a lot of the focus too for you is obviously Buffs basketball, and that's and right. uh, you know I'm sure Coach Prime's playing his cards close to the vest as well. Uh, you mentioned Jordan Seaton and. I always like to check out, see you at the game a little bit. Uh, of the, among the many Buffs websites I, I like to go to, sure. uh, I love the, I love this quote on here. They had like this poll of the day thing. Your favorite Jordan Seaton quote, and of one of the things, and I love this quote. He goes, "It was my mother's birthday, and there was only two schools that said happy birthday to my mother, and C was one of them. Just little things like that. My clarity was, who really cares about me?" I, that's where that's how you you you, you 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 hit you know to the heart you tug on the heartstrings wishing mom happy birthday very good move on the part of coach prime and his staff to do that and you know what um you know it's, it's being that i mean down here for basketball town they were talking about that just a few days ago and he said mark you know we, we got into the conversation about transfer portal and nil and he said the bottom line is it always comes down to relationships it always comes down are you do you have integrity are you sincere? Are you authentic when you're dealing with these kids? He said that's that's always going to be the bottom line because we all have we all have needs as human beings, right? We need to be seen, we need to be heard, we need to be cared for, all those kind of things. And that's why the bottom line to all of this is always going to be about relationships. There are going to be those situations where, you know, uh, somebody may have got a, a perverted view of things and it's only about the dollar sign, which is what I can get from NIL. But more more times than not. It's about relationships and about authenticity and taking care of, of, of somebody else. And so isn't that interesting that all the stuff we deal with, it, uh, the young man was touched because somebody said happy birthday to his mom. And, and I think that's, uh, that, that speaks about you know, prime staff and, and uh, their attention to detail and their authenticity. And, and obviously we know that about Ted. And so that's, that's a heartwarming story and good to be a Buffalo in that regard. Absolutely. Hey, Mark, have a great call tonight. Thank you so much. All right, Jim. Take care.